0: thankful this morning that we serve a mighty god that he's not a god just in name he's not just a good story that we heard when we were children but he is god almighty he is Jehovah Jireh. Every promise within His Word we can hold to. Not only in the midst of crisis and chaos, but we find that God is a very present help in time of need, but we also find God to be. Amen. A wonderful Savior, a precious friend. One that we can enjoy His presence in the good times. I tell you, when you're enjoying His presence in the good times and you're walking with Him, you find much strength. And an increase of faith, that when we do face times of trouble, times of chaos, we can find grace and strength to help in our Lord. It reminds us not only of his power in dark times, but also, amen, his love in wonderful times of his grace. And I'm grateful for him today grateful for the opportunity to be able to stand before you and to share with you the word of the Lord. If you have your Bibles there in your living rooms, wherever you may be, I ask you, if you will, that you could turn in the word of God today to the book of Psalms, chapter 91. Psalms, chapter 91. i share with you this morning for a few moments Some encouraging words as I begin to seek the Lord many of us have been watching the news and kind of trying to see what's going to happen and trying to see what's next trying to figure out what decisions we may need to make we listen intently only to find out that none of us know tomorrow no matter how hard we try we can turn the news on we can watch uh, as the news reports are being given out and still do not know what tomorrow holds but thank god we can know who holds tomorrow you say well preacher i've heard that before it's a truth that rings true Especially in times like these. If there's any place we can find hope, today it won't be in a scientific laboratory alone. But thank God it'll be through running to the one who is able to keep us in the midst of it all. In Psalm chapter 91, I want to read just a couple of verses of Scripture and share what I think is is very powerful to my soul and to my life, and I pray will be an encouragement to you. Verse number one, a very familiar scripture declares that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him i will trust father we ask you this morning that you would speak to our hearts and our lives God, there are many today that are receiving your word from different avenues, some from online streaming, some, Father, driving up in in the parking lots and listening from afar. God, wherever they may be, as they hear your word declared from every channel that you're sending it through today, oh, God, I pray that you would let the words of life ring loud and clear into the hearts of your your children, and all those that are out there, Father, living amongst this chaotic time of fear that the enemy is trying to inflict on us. Remind them today that there is a place of refuge. There is a place where they can find peace and comfort in the midst of it all. And Father, we ask you today that you would hide me behind the cross of Calvary. And Lord, that you would God just speak Very directly from your throne today. And Lord I'll be careful to give you the praise. And the glory and the honor. In Jesus name. Amen. And amen. This morning, I want to share with you just a few moments as we've been taken by the praise and worship today into a pra- place of God's anointing where we can receive uh, that which He has for us. And I want to share with you this morning uh, that are watching from your living rooms and those that were able to be here to help us to carry this service to you. I want you to understand today uh, that. We We are in perilous times. The Bible declares that perilous times would come. It declares that in the last days that we would see a great and many things come to pass. That we would see earthquakes in different places, diverse places that we would hear of wars and rumors of wars. And I want to tell you today that even pestilence will come. The Bible declares that sons will rise up against fathers and daughters against mothers. You must understand today that if we look at the Word of God that we realize that we are nearer today to the coming of the Lord than we've ever been. And in the midst of this that we face, my wife and I were talking the other day and uh, although we are very concerned for people's lives, there is yet an underlying peace and a comfort within us that I can only attribute to the presence of God in my life. I have found a solace in him. I have found that no matter What's going on in the world that he is a constant grace, he is a constant peace. And though we can be concerned, and though we may have to uh, take opportunities to use wisdom, we must never uh, take our faith and allow fear and allow the things of decisions to rise above the wisdom of faith. Uh, there is a wisdom of faith today, and that faith lets us know by the Spirit of God how to make decisions and and what to do in times of crisis and how to respond. And I know we have an empty sanctuary here other than this uh, few that's helping us to carry this forward, but I feel his Holy Spirit today moving. We have a solace and we have an underlying faith uh, and a resource of God's wisdom that helps us to make the decisions uh, that we're having to make, not only in our churches, uh, but God moves in leadership today. God moves in our White House today. There are many that are praying over our president. They're praying with him. We have people such as Jenison Franklin and John Hagee and so many others that are on that prayer team and they're praying for our president and they're praying for his his ability to come from God to make the decisions that need to be made. And I thank God for a president that is hearing the voice of God today. And many would say, well, I don't know if he is or not. I believe that he is. I believe that he is just as concerned as many of us are today about what's happening. And it bothers him just as much as it bothers many of you. But thank God today for President who will point us to a place of prayer. He'll point us to a place as a nation of coming together and being reminded that we can find hope. Oh, glory to God. We can find hope today in the Lord. Thank God for a leader that will give a call for a a day of prayer on a Sunday, knowing this, that there is one who is able to move beyond the capacity of our wisdom and knowledge and bring us deliverance. I want somebody to understand today that God is still on the throne. Hallelujah, He's still today on the throne. He's still moving, He's still healing. still saving and whatever's going on today is nothing but a wake up call for the church to be reminded of who he is and to declare the message unto the world that there is a savior today there is a healer today there is a deliverer today and his name today, Amen, is Jehovah God Almighty Glory to God I feel his presence in this house Oh, we give God praise today knowing, as David said, that there is a safety, a place of safety that we can abide as we're going through the challenges of life. We find safety in abiding in the presence of God. It's a secret place of the Most High God where God, as we begin to press in by prayer and faith, he pulls us into the place of his protective hand. How many knows that God will protect you through it all? Amen. He will guide us through it all. And we find that he will pull us into that secret place. As we begin to trust him, David said, and I want to share with you from from just a few more moments from these three perspectives. He said, uh, as the Lord, uh, amen, will cover him under the shadow of his grace. In verse two, he said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. And He is my God today. So I know there's a lot of folks out there. I just want to ask you today, wherever you're uh, looking from, wherever you're partaking of this service from, amen, what can you say concerning what David said in your life? Today, it's very important for us to begin to look internally and begin to, to take ourselves to a place where we can actually begin to assess our very heart and where we have put our faith in such times as we're going through today. Not just what we're going through, but even now, more than ever before, we should look at where we're at. I don't know about you, but it's caused me to pray. It's caused me to look at bread. It's caused me to begin to say, hey God, where may it be that I've fallen short? Let me know. God, let me find that place. I don't have time, dear God, to leave this world, amen, in a place uh, that has caused me to walk away, that will cause me to walk away from his grace. I need to be prepared. I need to be ready. God, let me begin to understand where I stand with you. I believe that it's high time as a church before we can be the church that we must be able to declare. What David has declared here he says I will say of the Lord he is my refuge oh that particular word uh, describes uh, and the definition uh, is simply of a condition of being safe uh, or sheltered from the pursuit of danger or trouble I thank God today uh, that there's been many times the enemy liked to uh, got his hand on me <laughs> but thank God for the refuge uh, of my Lord and Savior that kept him from being able to devour me in times here yeah, when the attack was strong and when the attack was great there were times where I found a refuge in the Lord when the enemy would try to destroy and distract and would try to come in and devour me from the, the, the very face of the earth there were times of sickness the enemy would try to throw on me but thank God Today that there's a refuge, a shelter in the Lord. There's a secret place that David said, I find my refuge today. Thank God there's many in the church today that have pressed through some storms. The devil was on your back. The devil was trying to get you. He was doing everything he could to destroy you. But you found, as David did, your refuge in God Almighty. You didn't find it in the walls of a church. You didn't find it sitting on a church pew thank God you were able to be there but you found your refuge in God Almighty you found your refuge in times of worship you found your refuge in times of prayer thank God the enemy he can't touch those who are bought by the blood Grace. David understood this, that no matter how often the enemy would come against him, no matter what he would face, no matter what chaos would come his way, thank God today that he understood the power of God's grace. In Psalm 62, he began to declare trust in him at all times. I want to tell somebody today, I might preach an hour or two, but just listen to what I got to say a moment. David said trust in him at all times Not just on Sunday Not just when the president comes around And says we have an epidemic Not just when Cancer comes into your family Not just when the enemy attacks you With depression I come to tell somebody today David said trust in him At all times Not just in the valley Somebody give him glory Not just in the valley today but Moshan Oh, glory to God, trusted him at all times. He was talking to the people there, and he began to say, Pour out your heart before him, for God is a refuge. Oh, when we're faced with troubles, with struggles, and we're faced with problems and chaos, we, the church, ought to have a very deep faith in what David is saying here that when I'm overwhelmed within my soul I can find myself being taken to a rock that is higher than I He that I find my refuge in that rock today. We need a refuge. The world needs a refuge. The world needs a refuge from the storm of fear. The world needs a refuge. Oh, today that that provides peace, that provides grace. And we began to go yesterday because it was something we had to do. We, as many people today are are trying to, to see what we need to do as far as decisions making and and preparations to make sure that we have the things we need uh, for our family not knowing what tomorrow holds and and I find myself uh, saying yes we'll go and we went down to the grocery store and when we pulled up we seen so many people there they were going in and they were getting groceries and many of them didn't look like they had a care in the world but yet underlying uh, you could feel and sense the presence presence of fear, fear in the hearts of people. They're stocking up on everything they can stock up on. Dear God, they believe that it's the end of the world. Well, if you really believe that this thing is that bad, then you ought to hear what the church has to say today, that there is a refuge and it's in God. You can stock up your pantries till the cows come home. But if you don't know the Lord, dear God, today, then you're not prepared for crisis. You You've got to know God you've got to know his grace and his peace I'm talking about a Lord that in the midst of famine will provide for your need
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. oh hallelujah talking about a God who the prophet went down. There was was no food. There was no water. There was very little. And he found God moving through a widow woman who was about to feed her and her son. They were going to die. And he looks over at her and speaks of the authority of God. And he says, go make me a cake first. And she went in obedience and she made that cake and she brought it to him. And then she went back and that cruise of oil and that barrel of meal it never ran dry the whole time why because she didn't put her faith in what was on the shelf at the grocery store she put her faith in god today hallelujah We've got to put our faith in the Lord. We've got to realize that He is a refuge, a safety from the shelter of the enemy. We we must understand the fear that that lies before humanity today can, can come to a very great calm at the knowledge of God. At the knowledge of our Lord. At the reception of who he is. See the Lord is speaking to hearts everywhere now. Through through churches and Christian people everywhere. Who are taking opportunity to minister now. So God knows how to set the stage. Amen. God knows how to set the stage. And maybe, just maybe through all this God has set the stage. Hallelujah brother he he could have just set the stage today for all of us each and every one of us to begin to stand upon with a greater faith than we've ever known before and say hey let me tell you there's one who's able to keep you in the midst of all this there's one who's able to save you in the midst of all this God knows how to set the stage we need a refuge from instability 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 said God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. We need God to to give us a refuge from fear and instability and unwavering in our faith. Dear God, today Christians more than ever before need to stand on your faith and don't be shaken by it. Many would say, well, preacher, if that was the case, you wouldn't have canceled church. No, this is a different situation led from a different perspective in the wisdom of God through much prayer. But there will be some things that will change and transform in the midst of it all. has nothing to do with faith. I'll tell you this, if the government said, churches, we want you to close, and they weren't concerned about the, 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 the nature of human sickness, then I believe we'd still all be shouting up in here right now. But we today, amen, have been driven to a place of faith more than ever before. Not instability, not unwavering. We need a refuge from sickness and disease. Thank God today he's able to still heal. I believe you're my healer. I believe you're the one who is able to speak to this disease. You're able to crush it from the roots you're able to move whether it's through medicines or whether it's through the supernatural grace and glory of God you're able to break this thing off of people's lives now don't you get me wrong I've got faith and I believe many of us here today do and I believe that there are many of us that have the kind of faith that believe because we've been there where we've needed God to move and we've seen him do just that thank God he's still moving that he has not gone on vacation. Amen. He hadn't just walked away and said, look at this chaos. I think I'll just step away right now. No, he's available just as he always was in the midst of what we're dealing with. We need a refuge from sin. We need a refuge, amen, from hell and sin, sickness, and disease. We find that in the Lord. We need a refuge. And that refuge, David said, was in God. He is my refuge. That's why the devil can't have me, because every time he tries to, God comes and grabs me. Amen. Glory to God. Thank God today. He is my refuge. Can you today say, He is your refuge in your living rooms, wherever you may be, riding down the road, listening. Amen to God just through the audio of this message. Can you declare with me, He is my refuge. Then David goes on to say, not only is He my refuge, He says, he is my fortress. What does that mean? Well, I thought that kind of meant the same thing. If you look at something, I want you to understand the difference. Yet there are similarities in what David's saying here, but there is a significant difference that helps us to understand the power of God's grace. He not only said, he is my refuge, He said, he is my fortress. A refuge is a shelter or a place where you find shelter from pursuit, danger, or trouble. But he is also a fortress that when you've arrived in the shelter of that refuge, you will find a fortified Strength of God's protection that cannot be breached by outside influence. Somebody hear what I'm about to say. Not only do we find refuge in the Lord, but we find an imbreachable fortress in Him. It would do no good to run to a shelter that had no power to keep you in the shelter. But thank God today, I was reminded many years ago I was watching uh, an old uh, 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 movie. It was an old cowboy movie where they were fighting and there was a fort that had walls built up and and they were there many of them were trying uh, under the fierce uh, uh, place of battle there to get back to the fort because they knew there was protection there was safety in the midst of it all but they also knew that the walls were strong all the way around that fort and once they were able to, to get their horses and their men through the gate and into the fort they would close the gate and I would think to myself why Wow, this is just amazing just as a kid watching this, but the dynamics really begin to jump out in my spirit because a secret place is your place of refuge and God has a standard, which is a fortress that he has lifted up against the enemy that he... The enemy cannot breach the walls of God. He been to the Lord of his protection. See, it's impossible, it is possible for us today to, to take refuge in people or things. It's possible for us to take refuge in, in relationships, in possessions, in money, in jobs, in status. It's possible for us to do that. Many bury themselves in any one of these places, but they cannot provide the qualities of a fortress That God can. Anything that is not of God does not have the power to fortify you and keep you from being breached. Everybody, hallelujah, everybody needs God. Everybody does. He is crying out to so many day after day after day that I'll be your refuge, I'll be your fortress. Nothing else will stand. They'll be breached. It'll be able to be breached because there is only one who can fortify you and keep the enemy off your back eternally. Amen. His name is Jehovah Jireh. His name is that name that is above every name. See God is not moved by disaster. He can't be breached by disaster. (laughs) Glory. Disaster comes, but God remains a constant. He's not shaken. He's not moved. As a matter of fact, In the book of Matthew, the Bible declares, as Christ began to send the disciples on over to the other side and he went to pray in Matthew chapter 14, that as they were out there in the boat, the storm began to come up. Water began to come into the boat and they were wondering, are we going to die? Looking up and looking across the water, they saw what they thought appeared to be a ghost, but it wasn't. It was the glory of God Almighty by His Holy Spirit upon His Son that gave Him the power to walk upon waves that were raging in the calmness of His divine sovereignty. I want to tell somebody today that there ain't no storm, no sickness, no disease, no pestilence that is ever going to shake the sovereignty of God from His throne. Hallelujah! He's always going to be God. And David said that I want to dwell in that secret place where I find myself under the shelter of an unmovable, unshakable God. A powerful God. A God who's able to sustain me. How many want that today? I don't want to be shaken by what's happening on TV, what's happening in the world. I know it may be real. It may be happening. But I want to be sheltered in the one who can walk across the stormy waves. <laughs> Shelter me in the one who can build a mighty fortress and protect me from the, the breachable disasters of life. Because he's imbreachable. God's not moved by disaster. He's not influenced by adversity. He's not a, he's constant stronghold, a fortress that cannot be breached, and he abides when everything else fails. I want to tell the world today, and you can tell them with me, I don't know what holds tomorrow, and I don't know how this thing's gonna unfold, but I can tell you this, right now I'm giving you the answer, and the answer is in Jesus. That's your only hope your answers in prayer turning to him in times like these find your hope find grace find everything you need in a relationship with Jesus Christ and in a right right presence right spirit with God David not only said the Lord is my refuge and my fortress if you will He said, He is my God. My God. His old song said, My God is awesome. He can move the mountains, keep me in the valley, hide me from the rain. My God is awesome. Y'all know that song, don't you? David said, My God. He is my God, in him will I trust. Why would I want to declare that he is my God because that's where I want in my declaration to deposit my faith. Whatever's coming out of this mouth don't need to be negativism, criticism, gloom, despair, and fear. It needs to be faith. We know what we're up against. It's seasons of our life. But David said, my God, in Him, I'm going to trust. What are you saying, preacher, today? I'm saying this. When you make a declaration of faith unto God, you're simply saying, as David did, that's my God in him I'm going to trust. You're depositing your faith in God. You know, there've been many times I didn't know what what was going to happen the next minute. I didn't know what I was going to face. I didn't know what kind of news I was going to get in the next hour. I just, you know, hoping for for a good day. But sometimes, sometimes the days didn't go like I wanted them to. Sometimes I got some bad news. Sometimes uh, I got a phone call. Sometimes I got a text. And it didn't go so well. But you know what? to keep my mind focused on. That's my God. This news ain't ain't the best in the world, but that's my God. No, we've had some troubling troubling information come to us that that is going to affect some decisions we have to make, but that's my God. In Him I will trust. Folks will criticize you at every level sometimes, but don't trust in the criticism. Trust in God. Some of those criticisms may be good, but don't trust in them alone. Trust in God. The devil's going to do everything he can to try to discourage you, but keep your faith in God. Stay in that place of refuge and remain fortified because the greatest thing that will cause you to lose a battle is when the enemy can get a hold of your mind and he can begin to attack your mind. Stay in that place. Of faith, David said, "My God." Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, the word said, "My God shall supply." Not might, not maybe, he shall. He shall. I going to believe. We all believe that here today. All of us that are here, don't we? All of you out there in the TV land, wherever you may be, in your living rooms, your God is gonna supply he shall supply all your needs what are we worried about now, I remember many years ago I, I, I'm trying to come to a close but I remember many years ago many years ago a story was told me it was supposed to be a true story and you've probably already heard it but it's worth hearing again this particular woman was praying one day times were tough she needed some groceries she didn't have the money to go buy it. it was kind of the end of the month and she was living off of nothing really she was praying dear god you know my needs and i'm just i'm just taking my needs to you but well, there was a man that lived next door to her that he was a professed atheist he didn't believe in god which i don't believe in atheist but anyway, he didn't believe, supposedly didn't believe there was, was a God. But as he was walking by, he heard her praying. So he went on down to the grocery store and bought her all the groceries. She, she was praying. She needed milk, bread, and she was just, she didn't know he was doing this. So he came back and knocked on the door, and he, she come to the door and opened it up, and she said, well, my goodness. She said, thank you so much. He, he said, I just want you to know that God didn't answer your prayer. <laughs> he said, God didn't answer your prayer. I heard you in here praying, so I went down. I went down, and I bought your bread and your milk, and I got all this for you. And she said, Oh, thank you, Jesus. My God has provided. Lord, thank you for providing for my need, even if you had to send the devil out to bring it to me. The point of what I'm trying to say here is this. God will provide today. He'll provide through those that are, that are non-believers. He'll provide your need. Amen? Sometimes we say, well, dear God, if they ain't sanctified, I don't want no part of it. God will use a sinner to meet the needs of a saint. Why is that? Because God will take the praise of the saint to impact the sinner's heart. Come on, somebody. It's important for us to realize that God will supply. And finally, let me close with this. In saying my God, David was declaring every one of the promises and the attributes of God into his life. He was saying, that's my God. He's El Shaddai. He's Lord Almighty. (laughs) How many is he Lord Almighty in your life today? Or is he just, just a name, Lord? No, he's Lord Almighty. Exalted above everything in my life. Exalted above. Lord Almighty. He's Lord Master. Is He just Lord when you need something from Him? Or is He your Master to where He's guiding you day by day? He's Lord Adonai my Master. He's Jehovah Nisi He's my banner raised above my life it declares his love and his grace over my life. He is Jehovah Ra, the Lord my shepherd. He's going to lead me. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals today. He's Jehovah Shama. The Lord is there. How many knows the Lord is there? He's Jehovah Shama. He's there. He's in your car when you're riding down the road. He's on your job. He, he He's in the sanctuary. He's in your home. <laughs> He's there, he's there, he's there. He's in your living room right now, he's Jehovah Shammah. I feel his Holy Spirit moving now, he's there. He is Jehovah Shammah, he is Jehovah El alone. The everlasting God. All these things will pass away, but he'll never. He's everlasting. He's kind of Jehovah kind He's a jealous God. He wants your love. He wants your surrender. He wants relationship with you. <laughs> oh God, in this, in this time we're living, let us find ourselves responding to your love. He's Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. And then finally, He is Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is at peace. He is our peace. Jehovah Shalom. Oh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem and the peace that passes all understanding. Jehovah Shalom. Dear God, he wants us to live in that peace today. He wants us to live in that faith today. And I want us to to just go to the Lord and pray. And those of us, we're going to pray from here. and. I'm going to ask the praise team if they will to just sing a song and I'm going to gather here at this altar and I don't know some of you may have posted some prayer needs prayer request on this live stream brother Buddy's going to come we're going to come and gather here at the altar as they sing as they sing this will be our close but we're praying here and we ask you to pray with us Whatever your needs are that maybe you've shared, I, I don't know them right now. I can't see the screen, but that's all right. God knows you've deposited that. And we're going to gather and we're going to pray right here. And I want you to stay in tune in your relationship with God. He is your refuge. He's your fortress. And he'll be your God. Put your trust there. We'll continue to pray. We're available. Whatever the needs may be, if we don't know about them, we can't do anything about them, please let us know if there's anything in the community that comes about where we can engage. The council and I will be looking at some things in the week and the days ahead. And we're going to be the church now more than ever before. We're going to be the church. Thank you for this praise team that's come to lead us today thank you lord for your word brother buddy will y'all come and let's pray as they sing today nation, for this country, for those overseas that have been dealing with this is our prayer that people understand that right now as in all times past the Lord is the answer. He's the answer. We love you. We appreciate you. Give God praise for our musicians and praise team those that were able to be here and help us to be able to do this today. And we will be getting with you in the days ahead. We're praying on some things and possibly shifting things up just concerning uh, what, what we begin to see. And we're looking forward to, to what may uh, take place as we go ahead. But we love you. We're praying for you. And appreciate you. And uh, pray for our leadership everywhere. Uh, Our bishop, Bishop Ainsworth, and all the bishops everywhere uh, that are uh, helping to seek God and make decisions. And all the churches everywhere that just kept pushing on in spite of. Amen. Amen. We're grateful for every, every child of faith that kept pressing on. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you tonight for a moment. I'll come on and do a a devotion tonight, just a short devotion and prayer tonight, and then Wednesday night we'll do the same, and we'll be letting you know where we go from here. God bless you.